0: Like a fine wine, your house should age well. I'm Kelly Wilkness, here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Episode 443, Designing for the Long Haul. Today, we're going to be giving you tips for designing a truly forever home or a multi-generational home. You'll be hearing design advice and tips for creating a home that will serve the needs of older relatives and stay in step with your own inevitable march of time. While it might sound very oh-so-practical, we're going to show you how to make these choices with style, of course, because a forever home isn't about decorating with just timeless style. It's also about designing with time in mind. A very, very big thank you to all the veterans because if you're listening uh, the day this episode comes out, it is November 11th, 2020, Veterans Day. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for everything you've done for our country. Thank you for your service and we salute you. And we must give credit to Darcy H., who came up with this wonderful topic for us to discuss on the episode today. So thanks a lot, Darcy. It's a really interesting topic, and um, Anita and I really enjoyed researching it, and I think that a lot of the information we'll be sharing today is really going to be helpful to a lot of people, especially now, because during the pandemic, there have been a lot of families who because of desire or necessity have combined. So there's a lot of multi-generational
1: living going on. Right. And when we built our house seven years ago, I mean, my mother is in her 80s. And I did think about this when we were building our house about what would happen if she had to move in with us. So I really did. And I'll be talking about some things that we did so that if she did move in with us, it would work for her in her later years. Of course, the joke was on me. Uh She's doing fine. She lives on 40 acres <laughs> and she's having no problems.
0: So. <laughs> right. She just finished. It was a waste of time, really. All right, let's get on to the tips and advice.
1: Yes. How about using door levers instead of door knobs? So, you know, my mother-in-law in her later years had arthritis pretty bad. So, you know, if you've got arthritis, it's going to be hard to use your hands very well. So a a lever is going to be easier to use to open a door than a door handle. And then also, you know, she's not elderly, but my daughter, uh, Elise, has Down syndrome. And uh, so she has, uh, you know, some fine motor issues. So for her, that's a lot easier. Uh, The obvious one that everybody thinks about is just get a ranch house, you know, everything on one floor,
0: but you don't necessarily even need a ranch home or just Mm -hmm. a one-story home. Try to design with the idea of having a nice sized bedroom and a full bath on the first floor. Even if it's converting a, a current room, maybe you have a, an extra study or a, a kid's room or something that was a playroom. You know, when you're choosing home or when you're thinking about renovating your home, think about how you might incorporate those two very important rooms
1: on the first floor. And it's interesting you say that because uh, when we were designing this house, you know, we're on a very small lot. So, you know, with our house, everything's got to go up. So pretty much we had to put our master bedroom and bathroom up on the second floor. Uh, But the study downstairs, we did design so that there is a door on it. It's got the the hanging doors, uh, like barn doors, but they're uh, old antique French doors. Uh, So there are doors there, there's a closet, and then the other thing we did was make sure downstairs we have a full bath, even though the tub, it's one of those clawfoot tubs. So it's not real practical. If my mom were to ever move in there, we'd probably need to change out the tub, but we did keep that in mind and, you know, at least the bathroom is there. Uh, So, you know, you wouldn't have to go through putting that in. But it's interesting also, you talk about you don't have to have a ranch house because the other thought was when we did the garage apartment later on, I thought, oh, well, that could be where my mom lives if she had to move in with us. Because I uh, talked to my builder about it when we put it in. And he said, you know, you could put an exterior elevator on that for about $10,000, which is, is no small amount of change. But when you compare that to add, putting a whole, adding on a whole room on your house, it's not bad. So, uh, you know, and it's not only something we would do if we had to. But you know there are things to do, yeah,
0: right. And just like growing with your house in all ways, you know, you first you have a, a nursery, and then you have a kids room, and then a teen room, or a playroom, or things like that. Or you change over uh, a study into something else. This is something you could add on later on. So, but so you have the foundation, you could put this a- exterior elevator, like you're saying about the bathroom in your first level. You could change the tub out to something a little bit easier to get in and out of if you need to. But all the pipes are there and the plumbing there. So that's so much about what we're talking uh, and giving advice to you today on is sort of laying the foundation, having the thought. You may not act on it right now. Anita was not going to put in a $10,000 elevator, you know, just to go up and and podcast with me (laughs) she could she could use the stairs but it's in place no the the structure is there you could do it so these are a lot of the things that we're talking about you might not you know run out and then get all lever hardware and change all your doorknobs today if you don't need it but that's an easy change but other things like plumbing and whatnot not so easy so you want to have the forethought to think you know is this going to be the house I'm going to be in for the rest of my life?
1: Would an elderly relative want to or need to come live with me so well, back to the elevator, I just want to add one other thing because I know some houses are done this way. I live in the city, and so there's uh, when they put in new houses, some of these lots are extremely small and they go up. Some of these houses are three stories tall, and what they've done uh is put the closets all on the on each floor, all the closets line up. And you know what that means is that then if they wanted to put in an elevator shaft, they could. It's already designed for that. So that's something to think about, too. If you think you might want to put in an elevator shaft, put your, your uh, closets uh, on top of each other when you're designing your house. Wow. See, I would never have even
0: considered that. Yes. But again, great isn't that interesting information to have to tuck away, whether you use it or not. It's great information to have. There's uh, some family who lives in some gigantic house that my daughter knows, and they have an elevator in their house. Now, I think it's just for convenience or maybe their house is just so giant they need an elevator. But honestly, if you have an elevator, all the kids think you are the snazziest person on planet earth. To have a home elevator, like, whoa. I would, so, yeah, you, I would you think know, so. Your, your street cred goes up really high, no pun intended, if
1: you have an elevator.
0: <laughs> so we're talking about the elevator on the exterior of Anita's house as a possibility. So let's talk about the exterior. So if you are purchasing a house, maybe you're purchasing it as a house, a new house later in life, or you are purchasing a house with the idea of making your living situation multi-generational and and staying in the home for a long time think about what is the exterior made of is it something that's going to require a lot of maintenance maybe you want to look at brick homes no maintenance you don't paint or a german wash or something on the outside it's brick you never have to do anything to it and as far as the garden install if there's not already there some very lovely evergreen foundational shrubbery try to limit the lawn as much as possible try to just keep the maintenance low and you know that goes for any age it, it, particularly if you're not interested in gardening or landscape design you just want it to look nice the less lawn you have the easier it is to maintain it the less costly it is you don't have to hire somebody so all of these things are things you should just keep in mind as you're going forward with your own home or if you're going to purchase something
1: excellent Thought on that, and back inside the house, I'm thinking about the light switches. And rather than the old style light switches, you can go with the rocker switches. So the old switches maybe about a quarter inch wide is the switch that you flip up and down. But the rocker, rocker uh, panel, you tap the top or tap the bottom, and that's that's something again doesn't require a lot of manual dexterity. You can tap it with an elbow, so it's really. Much easier to use, and while we're talking about the switches, you're, uh, you can always so that you can see them better. Oh
0: yeah, that little dot, mm-hmm. right? I know when my um electrician was putting them, I kept telling me I didn't want those. Maybe that was a bad idea. <laughs> Maybe down the line, when I'm the little lady and you were, in you were Pasadena, young and like, what's <laughs> that light switch? I wish I had that little, little light, tiny little light. But I was like, I don't want those. Let's look into the bathroom because that's a place where, you know, you can make – you have a lot of choices and a lot of decisions to be made. So maybe you decide to go with a less slippery floor, Mm -hmm. maybe something with uh, a more textured tile – perhaps not marble that's very slippery and maybe something with more grout lines even though we recently talked about how much i don't like grout um because that will give you a little bit right. more traction there's also something i learned about while i was doing the research for this is antimicrobial countertops now i you know a that would be nice for anyone. I mean, you know, maybe less cleaning, also less mm-hmm. worry about germs being passed around. But there are three that I have learned about that actually have these types of uh, properties in them. So style stone, it's baked right into the product. Uh, you know
1: that's a man made countertop. Do they put it in all of them or is this an additional thing that you can have added?
0: Well, that's an excellent question, and I would have to delve a little bit deeper. But my understanding is that all of the style stone has that. But, you know, you're right. It might be, you know, Category 5 has that, and it costs you a little bit more. So I don't know. If you're really interested in Mm -hmm. that, dive a little deeper. Um, Copper, the metal, and also um, certain types of Wilson laminate. So could have a look at those. Yeah, it might be something mm, interesting. that you might want to
1: consider. Um, how about no-touch faucets? And you know how much we love those in public restrooms. I don't want to touch anything there. As Anita mentioned earlier, uh, with
0: dexterity, it's just easier. What bothers me about those, and I wonder if you had mm-hmm. them in your own home, how you could set them, because sometimes you're in a public bathroom and you've really thoroughly washed your hands. You know, uh, My kids were taught in elementary school like sing happy birthday. And when you're done with that, then you're done washing your hands. So mm-hmm. even if you're singing all the way through happy birthday and washing your hands, the water keeps flowing. And it makes me very upset. I'm, you know, I'm ready oh. to leave this public bathroom and the water's still going. And I'm like, oh, you know, that just seems like such a waste to me. So Really? I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure if you have your
1: own, it, you could sense it. No, I have the opposite problem. I'm oh, putting my hand smart? there. Nothing's happening.
0: I'm, oh. I'm, I'm
1: like moving it up and down and backwards and forwards and doing a dance and nothing's happening. Well, there's certainly another element that can go uh, malfunction right. because now you have an electronic element that can uh, malfunction. Eh, so they're probably not going to last as long, but uh, you know, if you need that, right, then right. then maybe it's worth doing anyway. So what about a comfort height toilet? So that's something, and you know, once you, if you get a comfort height toilet, then the other ones don't make sense to you anymore because the other ones are like four <laughs> inches off of the floor. And, and then you're like why don't they make all of them like this uh, but it's obviously for someone who has a difficult time getting up and down They don't have to go up so much to, to sit up from there look at how much she's talking about toilet i know it's i'm wincing i'm just cringing the whole time but you know what you forced me you into went pretty it.
0: deep there for you i have to say that was pretty good
1: yeah yeah, I'm trying. I know. I'm, I'm really working on desensitizing myself to the whole discussion of the bathroom. Of course, we have to do a topics on to the bathroom. We just a bathroom update. If anybody
0: uh, hasn't listened to that, yeah. I think that's a really good one to listen to. Um, yes. Okay, here's one you don't have to worry about any other electrical or any other components. How about a shower bench? It's a really nice thing to have anyway. And it could be really useful for someone down the line um, to have something where you could either if you had to grab on or have a seat or you know for put your leg up to shave your leg or whatever you're doing in there it might just be a good element to have in there for safety um perhaps you know sometimes you see the bathrooms and they have all those grab bars and all that that just looks that's not that elegant if you have to you have to but maybe the bench will just do enough
1: (laughs) we're only doing this stuff if it looks good (laughs) That's right. Well, what about a walk-in shower versus stepping over a tub? You know, that's a real safety hazard for uh, people who are older to step up over the tub. That's that's a real place that accidents can happen. So if you have room or you can do a walk-in shower, that's going to be much safer. And the less of a threshold to walk over, the better. Because again, people, for example, dementia patients, they don't pick their feet up as much as other people do, and they just kind of slide them kind of do a bit of a shuffle. So, you know, you do have to be careful wow. with that. Okay,
0: good tip. Yeah, um, no curb shower. So maybe something you can just walk right into. We did that out here in the barn because the extra shower in the the bathroom in that my mother-in-law would use when she comes to visit, it has, again, like you, the claw foot tub. So really very pretty very but pretty hard but to get but... into you kind of have to be an Olympic athlete yes. in a sense because it's very high mm-hmm. and then coming out when you're slippery mm-hmm. and wet not so good so when we designed the bathroom <laughs> out here in the barn we didn't even really think that she would necessarily be you know living here full-time but even coming for a long-term visit it's so nice she has her whole own place it's all on one level she can you know nice. walk right into the shower walk right out come right out the door it's there's no steps,
1: nothing. It's really easy. And you know, I just was thinking about going back outside. Again, you can do a ramp. If you have steps up to your porch, you can install a ramp. But again, it's not a pretty thing. I mean, I'm not going to do that unless we absolutely have to. But that is definitely an option outside. that's
0: a good idea. Um, Let's see. How about talking about the kitchen? There are lots of things that you can think about in the kitchen. And, again, may not be things you want to do right now. I'm certainly not going to change my vintage stove to an induction cooktop. But, you know, if you are creating a new kitchen or you're creating um, a mother-in-law suite or a guest house or something like that... Or even in your own kitchen might be something you want to consider. Because induction cooktops, um, they have indicator lights when they're on high heat. I think it's a lot harder to forget to turn those off. They may even turn themselves off if you get a really snazzy um, one. Mm. Also task lighting. Um, and stay tuned in this episode. We're going to have... A- fantastic offer from lamps plus that you might want to check out um, whether you need task lighting or any kind of lighting so stay tuned for that but task lighting in the kitchen is wonderful for anyone and certainly as people age it would be a really nice thing to be able to really have a bright light on what you're doing whether it's chopping or maybe reading a recipe or something like that so under counter lighting is a wonderful type of task lighting to have in your kitchen Whether designing for the long haul or designing for today, your lighting has to be great. Hey, we're all spending so much more time at home these days. It will be very glaring, excuse the pun, if your lighting isn't good. Whatever your lighting needs, Lamps Plus has lighting for you, as well as so many other pieces of furniture and decor items. They have over 50,000 different items from mirrors to bar stools, consoles, small decor items, and so much more. I recently got really fabulous lighting. I was able to find this gorgeous flush mount, fixture with three bulbs from Lamps Plus. I love it. I also got a gorgeous floor lamp that I'm using up here in the podcast studio. And I have this great console and a ceiling fan. And I got some other beautiful table lamps that we're using in the barn. So Lamps Plus has it all lamps plus is a family owned business that really wants you to love your space and they work with the top most trusted brands in the industry like sean back sean back is 150 year old lighting company from the usa that specializes in handmade chandeliers with the world's finest crystals a sean back chandelier is sure to add the glamorous flair and luxury that you are looking for get ready for the holidays with lamps plus head to lampsplus.com dtt for their get ready for the holiday sale and you'll receive 50% off select items that's lampsplus.com dtt we're gonna be sliding into the holidays pretty soon and that can be a stressful time for a lot of people You know, it's been a very stressful year. So on top of everything that's been going on, now we'll be sliding into the holidays. So this might be the time for you to check out BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com is online counseling that is professional, convenient, and affordable. The licensed counselors working with BetterHelp are skilled in so many different areas. They can help you with anything impeding your happiness, preventing you from achieving your goals, preventing you from really just getting through the day. Betterhelp.com slash DTT will enable you to get 10% off your first month. So take charge of your mental health like so many people, like millions of people are already signed up with BetterHelp and they're getting their mental health on track. They're taking charge of it and they're bringing joy back to their lives. When you sign up with BetterHelp, they'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect with that therapist in a safe and private online environment. Whatever works best for you. And you can start communicating within 24 hours. This is not self-help. This is professional counseling online. So head to BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com, Slash DTT to receive 10% off your first month.
1: BetterHelp.com slash DTT. And what about putting drawers in instead of doors underneath your, cap, uh, underneath your countertop? Uh, because if you have the doors, you have to squat down, reach back. Again, there's a lot of mobility issues with that. Whereas the drawers, you pull it right out. It's so much easier to get things in, in and out. In fact, we went ahead and did that in our kitchen when we had the house built because no matter what age you are, I mean, no one wants to crawl down on the floor and, you know, lay lay down on your back and reach your hand all the way back there to get who knows what's back there. Yeah. And along the same lines, wall ovens
0: are a great idea. No bending. Mm, yes. Uh, yeah. It right. might be a lot easier, you know, if you're pulling out something just to be able to pull it out and, and slide it right over onto the counter. Wall
1: switches, uh, outlets. Just think about the locations of these, because it may be that the switches mm-hmm. on the wall are up too high. Uh, maybe you shrunk four inches. I think I'm still growing. So I'm <laughs> you need it down <laughs> a little bit lower. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you are. Uh, but, you know, the other thing is, again, with a, if, you, if maybe somebody's had a stroke or something, they can't reach their arm up that high. That's another option is to move that down lower. And then where you're plugging things in, you might even want to move some plugs, uh, some outlets up where you don't have to bend over to plug things in. So these are all things that that you could do. Again, some of these things you're probably not going to do unless you really have to, but there's certainly something that you can do. Or if you're building your house from scratch, these are some things that you can add in if you want to.
0: Yeah, that plug mold that I am such a fan of that I, I have done right under my uh, mm-hmm. upper cabinets, right behind the under counter lighting. That might be a great option. Now, honestly, that is probably the only thing in my house that is comporting with any of the tips and advice we're giving today. <laughs> so, my three story wooden Victorian is not really user friendly. <laughs> And maybe more lower cabinets or in the lower cabinets, adding some pullouts or those lazy Susans, things to make um, the items in there, whether it be pots or pans or food supplies, a lot more accessible. You know, we are not huge fans of no upper cabinets, um, primarily from a Design standpoint, because that's a lot of open shelving. If you're, you know, replacing the cabinets with shelving, and you have to make it look nice all the time. But hey, you know, it is a lot easier to get things from lower cabinets than standing on a step stool or balancing to on the countertop. Like I was the other day. (laughs) I tend, none of my step stools are tall enough, so I step stool and then I step on top of the counter and then I'm reaching up to the top and I'm pulling things out. You know, when I'm a (laughs) hundred, maybe that's not going. to be
1: a great idea no but I do the same exact thing so I totally get where you're coming from I know we're gonna have to listen to this episode really
0: (laughs) take your own advice ladies
1: (laughs) what about motorized shades same sort of thing uh if if you have limited mobility you might be not be able to lift your shades up and down every day uh So that's an option where you can use a a remote control or use your phone to lower them, raise them and lower them. Uh, A lot of people have smartphones where you can turn lighting on and off. And uh, I was just in my daughter's bedroom. She has one of the newer um, ceiling fans in her bedroom versus ours is not newer. Uh, and she has a remote in her room that turns the ceiling fan on and off and the lights on and off. And there's one switch for... She has two lights in there, so she can do everything right from bed. I mean, how is that for for easy use?
0: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I just got... Uh... Actually, a ceiling fan from lamps plus and we're going to put it in the gym that we transformed the garage to a gym, and that one has a remote. Um, so I'm excited about that. And you don't, I don't have to have the, you know, the little pull, and I didn't have to pay for the electrician to put in an extra switch. So I think it's a really good option. Carpet runners, again, not a thing I have. Ooh. We love the fuzzy socks, especially now it's getting colder. My daughters and I are always wearing the fuzzy socks, but you have to be really careful coming down the stairs whether it be barefoot mm-hmm. shoes. Well, we don't wear shoes in the house, but or fuzzy socks, but we're, we've <laughs> yes, covered that. We've been money. all over but that. Maybe a stair runner. I've thought about it, but from a design perspective, I really don't want one right now. But again, it's something, obviously, I have the stairs. I could get a stair runner. That's an easy one. It's kind of like changing your doorknobs to door levers. If you had to, there's gorgeous levers out there. You know, you do not have to sacrifice style. And I actually think a runner... You know, sometimes I think I really need a runner and they're so beautiful. And, you know, I should get one from Annie Silkey or I should be getting one from someplace. I haven't done it yet, but maybe I will. And, you know, if my mother-in-law came to live with us and she was going up and down these stairs all the time, I would definitely put a runner in.
1: Well, there's some other things you can do if your stairs are slippery. It's not really pretty, but you can buy these uh, strips to put Mm -hmm. on your steps that are no skid. And we did end up putting those on our uh, steps up to the garage apartment because those were extremely slippery. Uh, we just had them repainted, so now they're good. But with the old paint, uh, it was just very slick, and uh, it was a real hazard. So you can put, buy those strips. I just got them at at Lowe's, so they're easy to find. The other thing you can do is, you know, the, the, the codes say you need to have a handle on one side going down your stairs. But, you know, if you have uh, somebody with, who's got kind of, you know, some stability issues, or if you're somebody who's older, you, you think about putting a handrail on both sides. Yeah. Uh, You know, that just is going to help.
0: Yeah, and that's probably an easy install as well. Um, how about wider doorways? So harder to do if you have a, a, an existing home or one that's, a, a particularly one that's older like mine, the doorways are just not wide. Um, but if you're building a home or you're looking to buy a new home, think about that. A lot, obviously, open concept might be a really great way to go because you can move roam freely about. But think about perhaps a wheelchair. I mean, anybody could need a wheelchair for any reason. You could br- break your ankle running a marathon and need a wheelchair for a while. But if you're uh, mm-hmm. not living with someone who's older and you're in the stage of your life where you've got kids, it's great to have wider doorways for things like strollers or things like that. So if you're rolling something into your home, like into your mudroom or something like that, it might be just a great idea overall. But again, when you're planning your home, if you're building one, if you're buying one, just th- having the this information in your storehouse of things to think about is just a really great idea because we just don't know what the future is going to bring. And um, if your home is going to be accessible and comfortable and safe for everyone at all times, that's a great thing.
1: Yeah, and then one other thing I had to mention, uh going back to the bathroom is a thermostat, setting your thermostat so that it's not going to scald anybody. And this is great even if you have small children, but if you have someone older or you have small children, you would want to put those uh turn the temperature down so that you don't have to worry about somebody accidentally turning the temperature up too high, which can excellent, be dangerous. Excellent point. Yeah, I do like a hot shower, but um yeah, I guess you can control it
0: from there. And then in the um, Beth, I don't think it's in our new one or current one, but in our old house there was actually a little red button that was on the whole shower set that I had chosen. And you had to press that in to get it to go over a hundred.
1: Oh, okay. Well that's interesting. Well I think that's smart. Well and there's so many controls like on the immersion blender now. There's like The ones we buy now, there's two buttons you have to push rather than just one. So, you know, it's it's nice to have those safety features on there if you have, again, kids or somebody who might easily get hurt. Well, you know, thinking about everything we talked about today,
0: my house is a complete failure
1: on all all accounts, except maybe the plugs. No, I'm shocked that your Victorian beautiful house <laughs> does not meet these standards <laughs> oh, my 134 year old house fails on just about every well it account. probably had yeah it probably had arsenic in the wallpaper and all kinds of oh, stuff Oh yeah don't yeah live that. exactly as yeah, best exactly. as me, we won't even get started with all that but uh, yeah
0: but nobody lived that long then they weren't considering these things <laughs> you're getting something's gonna get you right but my back house definitely um has a lot more of the features if you will or i made a lot more of the design choices that we talked about today so i'm glad that we have that for sure and it's really definitely a very comfortable place for my mother-in-law when she comes for her extended visits which I'm so Mm -hmm. sad she's not going to be able to do this year because of COVID, but when she's able to come back, we will be all ready. So we hope that you really got a a lot of good information today, things, food for thought, so to speak, and things you can consider. Uh, We want to thank so many of you that have stepped up to the plate for our um, DTT opportunities opportunities to support the show uh, we really really appreciate everyone who has taken the time and um, been so generous in doing so and we hope that you're all the people that uh, came in at the $50 level are really enjoying their crush list and you're pouring over it and maybe you're getting some great Christmas ideas and things like that from the 200 crushes that Anita compiled for you so there's a lot of great things to shop a lot of great things to watch and read and enjoy. So, thanks again for everyone, whether you came in at the $5 level or you came in at the crush level. And we are still waiting for a tipster. We want to record with one or more of you. So, if you're interested in supporting the show in that way, click on through in the show notes and you can see all the opportunities that are there for you to become even more of an integral part of
1: decorating tips and tricks.
0: Do we have a hot topic?
1: Of course, we do. We've got uh, two links today. There's two articles, but the topic is the same, and that is tea advent calendars. So I chose a, an article about some advent calendars with tea uh, in the U.S., and then an article about these calendars that you can buy in the U.K., and I'm thinking, you know, the kids, they just love the advent calendar so much, and I'm really not interested in the calendar with the little chocolate in it. but. I love the concept of opening up a little door every day and getting something out. And how fun to get one of these gourmet calendars and try a different tea flavor every day. The kids are going to love it. (laughs) For the kids. I'm
0: teasing you. It's it's for the adults. I know. We can have some fun too, right? Get the chocolate ones for the kids
1: and then you get these for yourself. One year,
0: I don't know, I just had decided it was just too many sweets and too much this, so I got an advent calendar that was just. They opened it and it was like a little saying.
1: Oh every day. no! How
0: did? Wow. Let's just say there wasn't a mad rush to the
1: little cardboard advent Hashtag calendar. That year. I mean, Kelly. <laughs> I know. I mean, why don't you just put like, broccoli and cauliflower behind each door? Exactly. What? What was I thinking? Really? Oh, no, Kelly. No, 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 no. No.
0: We went right back to the chocolate the next year. I think I think we just binged on chocolate the whole rest of the Christmas season. That's
1: just, I'm so disappointed that you would do
0: that. I know. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. My daughters once went and got invited to a birthday party. And the the mom, this is a complete aside, but we had recently moved to California. So we were just getting to know people. So we got invited. They got invited to this birthday party of this little boy, down the the street and his mom seems super nice. Um, and she, not of course, she was super nice, but they get to the party and you know, it's the time when the cake comes out, and she had um, organic banana. Oh, no, for them, no, yeah. My girls will never forget that. So, I'm sure my choice of the quote advent calendar will go
1: down in the annals of really bad decisions like that woman so like a banana Halloween bread. do you hand out those little individual packets of salad <laughs> no I've never seen that <laughs> no because I'm not coming do, to your house I think-
0: I think one year we did, you know, pumpkin pencils and maybe, um, you know, like plastic spider rings. But that's not good either because you're putting plastic in the landfills. But I digress Mm -hmm. completely. Let's get back to your advent calendars.
1: No, I mean, I just. Take a look at them. I think they're fun. The Wittered one really piqued my interest, Fortnum & Mason, of course. And they might have uh, Fortnum & Mason calendars at uh, Williams-Sonoma. They have a lot of Fortnum & Mason products. When I was in London this time last year, they had a massive one that was so pretty. It wasn't even that expensive. But I just thought, there's no way I'm going to get that thing on the plane coming back. But uh, anyway, but I love the idea of these. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Let's see. Let's talk
0: about our crushes. Are you going to go first? I'll go first, sure. Mine is our new sleeper storage sectional that I got from Interior Define. I may have mentioned to you all that I purchased a new sofa for Out in the Barn, but I didn't want to use it as a crush or really recommend it Highly until we had lived with it for a bit. So it's been several months and I love it. Everyone loves it. it it's so comfortable. It's, it's not a U or a, I guess it's sort of a modified L because it has one chase, but you can um, opt for obviously lots of different fabrics um, and you can opt for different cushion fillings and you can opt for different widths and you can have the chaise be on either side the other great part is as I mentioned it's a storage so the chaise section opens up kind of like a like a chest like a home Mm -hmm. chest kind of thing opens all up and so the entire expanse is available for you to store whatever you want so but I'm putting all the bedding for the sleeper part in there and so what a wonderful place to be able to squirrel all that stuff away because I had it in an armoire and you're talking about a duvet and pillows, Mm -hmm. sleeping pillows and all kinds of extra stuff. So it's been fantastic. So I highly recommend it. I'll put the link to the one that we chose, uh, in the show notes. Uh, but again, they have lots and lots of different fabrics. So check them out. Interior Defined.
1: Awesome. Wow. Well, I'm excited to read about that because, uh, you know, we might be getting one soon. Who knows? We'll see. But I'm very excited to see yeah. because, you know, you don't know what you're getting until it shows up. So I'm excited that you got it and you love it.
0: No, it really is sort of a risky proposition to buy a big piece of furniture, an expensive piece of furniture. I should say it was about $3,500. Mm-hmm. But, I th- you know, that's kind of, unless you're doing a Kia or something right. that you really think you're not going to use for, uh, you know, many, many years. You know, oh, you know, maybe this is for the playroom or whatever. I- I think that's probably on the lower end of what Mm -hmm. you're paying for sofas. But buying something like that online is a little scary because you just don't know. Um, And it was, you know, the beginning of the pandemic, I certainly wasn't going to stores uh, to sit on sofas. So
1: we just went for it. And I'm really happy that we did. Not as exciting as a new sofa. Oh, I'm sure it's very exciting. But, you know, I had advent calendars on the brain. And so I just started mm-hmm. looking at all these really fun adult... And when I say adult, I mean non-chocolate. <laughs> okay? I don't, don't want to... That's what I, I mean. I want to open those windows. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so... Don't stop listening right then because
0: you would have a definite impression of what Anita's talking about. You have to no. keep listening. Uh, okay. Let me rephrase. Please, I was looking again.
1: at gourmet oh, calendars. Go. How okay. about that? Okay, That's yes. really what I meant That's to say. Aye, Yay! Ay, ay. <laughs> Golly. Be careful what I say. Okay. Gourmet calendars. And I found this one online and do you know, I actually got mine uh, yesterday you, and I'm so excited. Have you opened any it, windows yet? Have you cheated? Well, this one does not have windows, so okay. let me explain what it is. It's the Bon Mammon Advent Calendar. I'll include a link to it. And it, it unlike regular, well, you know, the Bon Mammon, you know, it's, it's jam. So it's kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Each jar, it's, each jar is an ounce, and it's got 24 jars. But they're kind of heavy, so they didn't do the doors. So actually, it's got, it looks like a cute house when you get the box. hmm then you open up when you pull it out it's it they're not doors so you just kind of open them up and you see there's 24 jars of various they're all these specialty flavors there's a honey there's uh several different like there's a verbena I can't remember I'll have to think about it but but there's there's just some unique flavors that you don't normally see from Bon Mammon you usually see Yeah like, cuz normally you've got the cherry the strawberry p- the four fruit yeah Oh, oh yeah. Well this one I'm so excited. There's a so many different flavors and there's each one is a different flavor. And this is just something they do. I don't know if they did it before, but it's just something they do for the holidays. And all these little jars, they're you know, I like the little miniature things. They're just so cute and how fun. You get out your tea mm. from your advent calendar, from your tea calendar, and then get out your little jar for the day of your jam and put it on your toast and what a yummy afternoon. Snack. Truly is the little things. Now, is it are the jars
0: the little size that maybe you would get if you ordered room service?
1: Yes. They're one ounce jars. Or if you go to high tea somewhere, a lot of times it comes in these little individual jars. So, so and cute. It, and so I'm I'm pretty certain these are gonna sell out. So if you want it, I would get it very soon. Plus you're gonna need it. For the first of the um, the year, but no, I had small bread, but I had enough. There was plenty of jam for, I would say, small three, <laughs> three small gluten free slices of bread. It Again, enough with the bread, all right? Gina. I know, probably did you maybe make two. it
0: yourself,
1: Anina? Well, not that bread, but okay, I do okay. make my bread, oh, as you <laughs> But no, this is I know, but anyway, it's it's just so cute. And then you know, we use the Bon Mam in the regular size jars for drinking glasses later because. It's just the right size charm, for juice charm, or charm. something. I know. So you could use these for like, we don't take pills, but we do our little supplements. And we put them in little cups. You could use that or mm. use these for that. So they're all one ounce. So if you need something to measure one ounce, there you go. And it has the cute little lids on them too. So Yeah. The little uh, gingham red and yes. white, right? Right. Well, red and white, there's some red and white lids and then there's some kind of uh, raspberry and white. Oh, super cute. Yeah, and then the honey has a blue and white. Oh, darling. Okay. I think I might get that. Um, I think you
0: need yeah. It. That's the I always I'm always getting what you suggest. So today we normally have a listener question, but we had a really great tip come in and then a an email with these before and after pictures that just really deserves a shout out. So first our tip is from Leslie. So Leslie is doing a follow up on a crush that Anita did recently about Emily in Paris, which is a show that you can watch. And um, I don't recall what is on. Anita, is it Netflix or something like that? Where can they it's find It's Netflix. Okay. So
1: it's a Netflix. So show. Emily mm-hmm. in Paris on Netflix Anita had recommended it. And so let Leslie... No, I re- No, I was recommending a podcast. But that was something they were talking about on the podcast, but go ahead. Okay, Okay, great. I stand corrected.
0: But anyway, Leslie (laughs) jumped on board there, and she's telling us, if you're watching Emily in Paris, then you really should watch this YouTube channel. We need to talk about Emily Mm -hmm. in Paris. So we will link to that. I have not watched either one, but it sounds like fun, so that's on my list of things to do. Maybe I'll be... You know, jamming up my toast and making a cup of tea, and one afternoon when and watching mm-hmm. all of these things, it sounds. There delightful. you go. Um, and the shout out is to Christine E. Christine sent us the, the loveliest email uh, about a week ago, and a file of all these before and afters of her her home and. Christine, you you knocked it out of the park, and uh, we are just humbled that that you feel that we uh, you know had a part in you transforming this basically builder grade home into this fabulous fabulous home for you and your family. So Christine's saying they just moved into their first house in Round Rock, Texas, um, and she was is in a master planned community, and she hated the idea of living in a home without charm or character. She started listening to DTT before they moved in for inspiration and has since become an avid listener. Uh, she says that DTT has helped her transform her 2009 build a great house into a home where uh, they will create so many memories and begin to grow their family. Thanks to both you and I Anita and before and after pictures of the progress. Christine Thank you so much. You definitely made our day. I poured over your photos and I have to ask you, is that dark navy that you used in your dining room, hail navy? Because it is gorgeous. I would love to know the color. So if you're listening to this, kudos to you. You did a fabulous job. Thanks for listening and definitely give me that
1: color. I would love to know what it is. (laughs) Yes. Thanks so much, Christine. And thank you for listening. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.